This is Relationship, a podcast presenting a gay look at traditional relationships and values. With your hosts, the Cretellis. I'm Marco. And I'm Tony. Oh my god, season four. Season four, y'all! Here we are to give you this shitty little podcast. You should have said more, it would have rhymed. I know, but I was, you know, I like to turn left when think, people think I'm going to go right. <laughs> well, put on a blinker for me next time, will you? No. <laughs> Who uses a blinker? White people. <laughs> it's so true. You guys are like Mr. Blinkers or person blinkers. I don't know what that means. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Welcome How to season you? four. Season... We've already bashed white people. <laughs> I mean, I it's think it's fine. a good we deserve start. It. We deserve it. It's, it's a very good start. I approve this message. <laughs> We're the worst. The worst. We're going to get into it later. I think maybe, I don't know, sometime. But um, how are you? I'm here. I'm another Queer, year. give us a light beer. Ew. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm here. I'm another year older, but not wiser in podcast years. Oh, I was like, it's not your birthday. It's, it's coming up. <laughs> We've but got it's the podcast some birthday. Months. Well, it's almost the podcast birthday. Yes. Next month. Like, what are you talking it's about fine. right now? It's fine. <laughs> I'm here. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I love it when you're like wrong about stuff. <laughs> you're always like, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna. I'm just not gonna acknowledge the fact that I was like completely wrong about. I anything. acknowledge <laughs> that you messed me up. <laughs> You're so wrong. You're dumb. Uh, oh my gosh. I am mm, dumb. I am currently buzzed. Y- you are. I don't know how that happened. Well, it's probably the three shots you had. Well, I'm also operating on a very empty stomach. I'm really hungry these days. You should probably see a doctor. I'm fat. <laughs> don't say that about my husband. No, I just don't know what's happening with me these days. Like, I. Like, I eat food, and then I'm like, oh, I'm good, I'm fine. And then, like, 20 minutes later, I'm like, I need more food. Like, Welcome, and I need- welcome to the world of the rest of us. Oh, Fatville. Nope. Uh, po- population, way too many. Stop size shaming. I'm not. No, it's, look, fat is beautiful. I'm not shaming. Big is beautiful. Fat. I'm just saying that... <laughs> I, this is a new life for you, me. Your density and mass have increased. <laughs> this is a whole a whole new world. Uh, it's just crazy. Uh, so yeah, so no, I am. Uh, those shots affected me a lot quicker than they ever would have if I had food in my belly. <laughs> so that's what's happening right now. Um, We're off to a great start. <laughs> I'm having a good time. Are you so classy? <laughs> I'm having a really good time. Um, it's season four of the podcast. How it are you is. feeling about it? I'm I'm as excited as a kid with a pogo stick. Uh, kids don't use pogo sticks anyway. You, you don't know. So old. You don't know all children. That was like the oldest thing I think you've ever said. <laughs> a kid with a pogo stick. Get off my lawn. Well, there. That's the oldest thing you've ever. No, heard. it's the pogo stick for me. <laughs> <laughs> Pogo stick. What? Why not? <laughs> Are you going to shoot some marbles as well? <laughs> <laughs> Might kick a can down the Play street. Play some cats in the cradle. <laughs> uh, I don't know what that is. Oh, you don't know that string game that you play oh, with your hands? Oh, that's what that's called? called? Yeah, cats in the cradle. That's yeah. weird. Yeah, you're old. You're old. 
and drunk. It's, it's a good thing that I like older men. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you don't like older men, Marco. You just like me. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's go with that. Mm-hmm. Um, You're married now. <laughs> am I? You are. You have been for some time. Well, thanks for the remind. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so good things are happening. Season four, bitches. We're here. We're ready to get going. This is going to be a fantastic episode. We cannot wait for you all to hear everything that we have summoned up for you. I don't Changed, so, updated, facelifted, sure. Botoxed. Botoxed. Yes, definitely. No one can Cinched. blink. No one can blink or frown these days. <laughs> or show emotion whatsoever. At all. No. I'm very happy right we now. We are fembots and we are happy. <laughs> it is so good. Um, I want to shoot bullets from my boobs. I mean, I would really <laughs> pay to see that. How much you won't? I'm getting stimmied again soon. So I'll give you some of it. <laughs> the number one elective surgery of 2021. <laughs> Here for it. I love um, machine guns out of, of tetas. There's a, there's a joke there. Give me a minute. I'll find it. Oh, if you have to find it, then it's not a good joke. Something about areola and caliber. It's 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 there. I promise you. Okay. Um, <laughs> how are you feeling about the start of 2021? Uh, the same way I feel about the start of any year. It's just another day. Oh, well, that's a grumpy cat way of looking it's not at grumpy. it. It's not grumpy. It's I don't attach additional meaning to it. Well, that's weird. Well, it's my reality. <laughs> it's I mean, things have been crazy lately, so you have no emotions to it? Things have been very crazy and I and I feel them in the moment and I definitely feel like I deal with them, address them and continue to sort of revisit them in the moment, but what changed? Like coronavirus didn't end. Trump's not on Twitter anymore, so well, that's, that's a huge that's change. That's lovely, but that has nothing to do with 2021. It's just, you know, it's time for him to go. It happened in 2021 though. Well, Needed to happen four years ago. Let's anyway. not let's not let's not forget to mention Count your blessings. <laughs> the storm on the Capitol. Like now that's a that. thing. That's a whole thing. Yeah, we're not off to a good start. Now that you no. mention it, no. Viva la resistance. Revolution. Revolution. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's crazy. Shit is crazy. It is. I can't even get over it. But at the end of the day, what are I? Th- I mean, by the time we're recording this, I think we have ten days left. By the time you all hear this, it's like a week. So let's just keep going, girls. Let's do it. We're almost there. We're almost there. I'm afraid it's going to get worse first. You know what? At the end of the day, we have a full cart full of alcohol. Like, I can I'm handle not worried about us. I'm worried way. about the country. Why? Why? Like, uh, we're not going to get into it because it's too much of a d- d- discussion. But, you know, the country, as a black man, has never been worried about me. Why mm. would I be worried about the country? That's a good point. Why? Why would I do that? I don't know. I, like at the end of the day, I'm happy to be an American, um, <laughs> and I'm glad. I'm glad I'm gonna, to be living in this. Going to replay that in my head forever. <laughs> I'm glad to be here, but at the end of the day, like, uh, like y'all are acting surprised. We're like 
is just a Tuesday. Like, it's just crazy around here. But what the fuck ever? I don't even care anymore. Um, let me find my glasses because that's how old I am that I can't mm-hmm. see anything without my readers. That's why I handed them to you. I know. Oh, th- th- these shits were dirty, they too. They were dirty. I don't even know what's going on. you filthy. Well, no, these are you the glasses. Nasty. These glasses are, like, so old. Like, the prescription on these are, like, probably 10 years old. But they're the most comfortable glasses that I can wear. The prescription ain't 10 years old, Marco. Yes, they We've are. We've been together that long. Exactly. You had those glasses that long. Yes, I have. No. Tony, these are gl- guest glasses that I've had for like decade uh, for like a decade. I have updated prescriptions for another glass, but I don't wear them cuz they're not comfortable. So, I just wear these. But these are the glasses that like I don't know. I don't know if anyone else is like if you wear contacts, you have a pair of glasses that you like put on your eyes that you don't mind falling asleep in and they're like bent. <laughs> they're not <laughs> they're not eat level. They're dirty as shit. And you just don't care because they're the only glasses that you like to wear. Your glasses are dirty and you wear them every day. (laughs) How nasty are you? We've already established how nasty I am. We know this already. We have (laughs) definitely talked way too long about all of this. Um, So You want to get into our hashtag (laughs) quit relationship goals? I think that would be a good start. Yeah. Probably more than past time. It's kind of less of a start than it is a finish. But yeah, um, we're going to hop into our hashtag queer relationship goals every week. Tony and I will pick a wonderful queer couple and highlight them as our hashtag queer relationship goals our hope is to bring these relationships to the forefront and give a sense of positivity and perspective to the queer relationship narrative if you and your partner are interested in becoming our hashtag queer relationship goals or if there is a queer relationship that you admire and would like to bring to our attention please reach out to us tag us on your couple's photos on instagram facebook or twitter our handle is at pod relationship tony and i will take a look at your photos and posts and could potentially highlight you and your partner on an episode of the podcast and to open up season four of this shitty little podcast quattro <laughs> the quattro the quattro this, that's what this season will be known as the quattro okay <laughs> look at you hashtag the quattro i'm literally gonna put that in the hashtags do it bird, just so you know do it um because i'm kind of here for it it's cute i really like it look at you branding and shit mm-hmm. this is good the quattro look at him you guys it took four seasons for him to actually <laughs> get involved in the marketing <laughs> Ah, gosh, that is amazing. So anyways, this week we are highlighting a queer couple that, um, well, first of all, you guys know how I feel about interracial couples or intergacial couples, as we like to call them these days. Uh, You're for them? Shout out to the intergacial uh, Instagram page. And this week, we are focusing on a gay couple that have been true supporters of the uh, Instagram page for a while now. um, And that, I think, are the coolest that I've seen in a very long time. Mm, Do tell. They're so cool. And they are the Davenport on the Road. And that is on Instagram at the davenport on the road you don't say mike and steph Mm, hi boys love them um i think that they're so cool 
Uh, apparently, they've been married since 2015. Good for them. We got married in 16. Mm-hmm. I have to remember sometimes. Um, and then they've been together for eight years total, mm-hmm. which is great. It is cool. I love longevity. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> They're so cute, though. And I love everything about them. The thing I told you, like, we were looking at their page, and I was like, I want to travel. Yes, you do miss I, traveling. I love them so much. Like... Oh, they were in Rio. They were in Paris. Greece. They were in Venice. Greece. They were in Italy. Were they in Greece? Lots. Oh, that's true. They were in Greece. I could, um, they they just have been. I don't see any pictures of like New York. Like, how come y'all don't come to the U.S.? Like, what is that? <laughs> come to the U.S. Um, no, they're just so cool, and I just love what they're doing and their love they just look cute and they look like they really like each other too which is always a thing that i enjoy I can't, yes it can be rare yeah i mean god knows we don't have it well <laughs> bitch you know sometimes you can tell that people are uh posing for pictures right. and then sometimes you can tell that they like really like each other and so that what they're doing is focused on the love where is the love Right, which is you don't know that song, but it's a it's a thing. But yeah, I like them. I really enjoy them. Yeah, and to your point, like I I really enjoy how they talk about the fact that like everything hasn't been easy. They're not the perfect couple. Like mm-hmm. I really enjoy when people are honest about that. You know, there's so much that's curated on that app. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it's nice to hear when people are like, yeah, this looks really great. But just so you know, it's actually real. <laughs> yeah. And here's the problems that we've had. Yeah. You know, I, I, I appreciate that. Can we also talk about how fine both of them are? They're both very attractive men. Like, they're gorgeous. Oh, are the two they? Of them. They're beautiful. They're mm. very good looking guys. Both I hadn't of them. noticed. Oh, Lord. Um. Well, thank you, baby. You're sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're cute. They're very attractive. Both of them are very attractive men. Like, they look great together. Um, and it, it always reminds me of... This is, like, one of those situations. You remember that episode of Will and Grace? The mismatch. Mis- the mismatch episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is not a mismatch. Like, these two literally look like they're supposed to be together. Like, they're so adorable together. And I just like them. And I know that you all will like them, too. So... Make sure you join uh, us in loving them and follow them on Instagram. They are at the Davenport on the road on Instagram. Um, And they're cute. I think you guys are going to like them. There was a post on October 6th that says we wanted to celebrate our fifth anniversary this year, but with the with but with the covid and the situation we didn't do anything we planned to do something in february those five years weren't easy and we had many hard times we had to communicate together to trust each other and believe in us we want to celebrate our engagement like a new beginning of our story 2021 will be our year for sure and we want to be together and to make plans together marriage is something but you have to fight for your love for your partner for your relationship love always perfectly said i love them so Mm -hmm. if you love more you know super sweet (laughs) adorable things like that then make sure you follow them on instagram you'll like them double click and uh, tell them the cartelli sent you we're gonna take a short break but we'll be back in just a bit ta-ta for now so as we've shared with you all Relationship got a bit of a facelift. Mm-hmm. It's no longer a weekly webisode on YouTube or IGTV. Now it's a weekly blog that will live on the website. Exactly. 
Every Friday, Tony will post a new blog to the website, giving some residual thoughts to the week's topics, epiphanies he's gathered, and ways he plans to use his newfound knowledge in our relationship. It's going to be a great way to let the message of the podcast linger just a bit longer for those of us who need some extra info. So make sure you head to podrelationship.com every Friday so you can read Tony's blog, Relationship. On the navigation bar on the left side, hover over Episodes, move the arrow down to Relationship, and click on it. Why? Because it will open up a whole world of content that will blow your mind and really get you to put your life and relationship into perspective. All right, now. <laughs> it's just a blog. Don't oversell it too much. Oh, sorry. I was practicing my self-help guru marketing spiel and got carried away. <laughs> wow. Well, who knew this uh, shitty little blog would have such endless potential? <laughs> See you all every Friday on podrelationship.com where my blog, Relationship, will live. And don't forget to comment or email and let us know what you think. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone, it's the Cretellis here with a quick reminder to head to your favorite podcast platform to rate and review Relationship. Yep, your five-star rating of the podcast helps make Relationship easy to find for those seeking the topics and information discussed in our episodes. So, when you have a few minutes to spare, please hop on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to the podcast, and give us a five-star rating and a glowing review, telling potential listeners why you love the podcast so much. We cannot stress enough how vital reviews are for the success of the podcast, so please, 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 please take a few moments and write a personalized message saying what you enjoy about the show. We appreciate your continued love and support of us and relationship. Thanks in advance so very much. Bye. Season four. <laughs> that was a mating call. I <laughs> it reminded me of Hocus Pocus when she called for her book. Yeah, that's what yeah. it reminded me of. Yeah. Um, I tried to like pull away so as to not blow everyone's ears off with <laughs> so <laughs> kind of you. Very thoughtful. I don't know, we'll see how it sounds in post production. <laughs> Might have lost a listener or two. Oh, or seven. Um but it's all good. Uh wow. We're back and we are ready to talk about a topic that has been plaguing the community. Oh Lord. You're so dramatic. <laughs> I'm funny. Mm -hmm. uh, no, today we're actually talking about a very good topic that you actually brought up, surprisingly. Don't, I was going to say, don't sound so surprised. No, I'm very surprised. Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to pretend. Um, no, uh, but it I'm was not good. I'm surprised that you're being a big C oh, word. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Oh, good comeback, Tony. You really got me. Um, so, Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Another white person needing to be validated. <laughs> I'm not even dignifying that. Good. Good. I appreciate it. Anyways, um, you guys, this is all jokes. You guys do realize that Tony and I actually really love each other. And this is just our this way. This is news of, to me. This is our way of ribbing each other. Tony's <laughs> got very large ribs, so I can like rib him a little bit more. You do have very large ribs. Though. You are a McRib. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. I am barbecue and saucy <laughs> and like just cute. It's fun. And, and cheap and only available <laughs> for a short amount of time. <laughs> Not cheap. <laughs>
uh, um, yeah, well, whatever. Uh, limited edition, I'm here for. Uh-huh. Not- Bespoke, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cheap. Yes. <laughs> um, you're hysterical. No, Tony came up with a really good topic for this week, which was, uh, why don't you preach for everyone, please? Uh, I would like to introduce the Reverend Tony Cretelli. <laughs> Do I have to be all hellfire and brimstone now? No, I just gave you a like Baptist church introduction. So you have to be very like Baptist-y about it. (laughs) Today, uh, we're going to talk uh, about... Yes, preacher. Preach, preacher. No, the the concept of perfectionism. Yeah. So we um we live in a world where I like it's so funny. I remember back in the day, one of my really good friends and I used to always joke about how like we always had a list, right? A list of things that we needed from a person, and if they didn't, you know, fit it within the list, then we just could not date them and i think about how like small-minded and just problematic that is that's super problematic i find it funny because you shared the list with me and i was like oh i i do check off those things which was funny well it was interesting because i edited my list because if you would have seen my original list you would not have fit any of it because you're crazy well (laughs) no because i just and you're cheap This is the second time you've called me cheap on this podcast. Do it one more time. And And I get a prize? I'm going to be the only host of this podcast. (laughs) You'll hear me in the background moaning. Correct. Um, No, it's funny because the original list, like, no, you would have never made it. Mm. Because it was very, um, it, it was just so particular, right? It was just very, like, I needed, like... He needed to be quaffed and he needed this and this type of chaff and doing all of this. And, and and I just, and then I like sat back and thought about it. And I was like, first of all, I'm not that vain a person. I was also young, right? So when you're young, you just think that you, there's just a way that you're supposed to go. Um, and then I like sat back and I thought about it and I was like, no, this is actually what I need. I needed somebody who was kind and funny and love. I, I wanted him taller than me. That was very important to me. Um, I needed him to be funny adjacent, which you, you know, definitely fit within. And then I needed. You're going to be single by the end of this segment. I just know it. You guys can't see the way he is a mad dog. Going to get an annulment. (laughs) Not you being anointed by that. Um, I have done. No. So anyways, I edited my list, but it. The concept that you came out with that was very interesting to me is the fact that we expect perfectionism from the partner that we're looking for, right? We have this list of searching for the perfect person without being perfect, which Mm -hmm. is a whole ass word. Yeah, you were like kind of blown away when I said that. I didn't think that you had that much insight. (laughs) Oh, Lord. No, I look (laughs) and that sounds like shade, but it's not shade. You don't think about stuff like that. You are not the person, and and that's it's I, actually the thing I, that I love about you is that I don't think about that stuff. I just like, I don't know. Those are givens to me that, that we people are flawed and weird and messed up, and and that's okay. 
Correct. But but it's not that I don't have those thoughts. Well, it's, it's just inter- that I don't judge them. Like, well, it's, it's okay. For me, it was just interesting that you were able to have enough insight to be able to, to like, do it, like, to say it, but not, like, because I know, like, normal Tony doesn't think about it, if that makes any sense. You see what I'm saying? Like, you're not just, like, sitting back thinking about that whole thing. You know you're working on you on a daily basis, so Mm -hmm. you know the things that you're supposed to be doing, and you would hope somebody would, like, you know, be able to accept you within your process. But you're not, like, sitting back and being like, I'm not going to be able to find a man until I am a good man for somebody. Like, that's just not a you thing. That's not, like, a write it on your mirror in uh it's not an affirmation that it's I not need. an affirmation for you does that make sense no and so when you came up with it i was like let me find out he actually has insight because it was not something i expected from you so i appreciated it in a very good it was you guys it just goes to show 11 years together almost 11 and a half years together and he still shocks me Congratulations. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't feel like any of these are compliments. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. I didn't I'm not, expect you to have insight. I was Ow. <laughs> not like that, Tony. Like, I feel like that is one of those that I feel like that's like one of those like sister girl, like you talk about amongst your like girlfriends and like everyone like says like, honey, you'll never be able to get a man, uh, uh, the perfect man until you become the perfect woman. Like, I feel like that is like a conversation that happens that you just wouldn't necessarily be having with your friends. You're talking about so many other things with your friends that you're not like sitting back and like questioning whether or not a person (laughs) is the perfect person while searching for the perfect partner. I just don't, I just don't see that in you. Hmm. And again, not an insult. It's just, again, just one of those things that's very fascinating to me. So anyways, um, let me ask you a very fascinating question. Oh, um, you're, you're quanti- qualifying your own question oh, as fascinating? No, because I'm perfect. Oh, um, Lord. So, um, <laughs> so um, I want to ask you a good question. When you and I met. Now it's you, just good. It was fascinating a minute ago. You have something in your beard. Do you? You got something in your teeth. <laughs> No, I don't. Yes, you do. You're a liar. <laughs> you tried me. Um, What's your damn question? What's your plain, basic, cheap question? <laughs> you tried me. Um, what? When I first met you. When you first met me, do you think that you were in a good, in good shape to receive? good partnership i was not looking for a partnership sure i was in better shape to understand what that looked like than i had been before i still had a lot to learn i still have a lot to learn even now um but at that time i definitely still had a lot to learn but was i open to allowing myself to have that Yes. And that those are all very different things for me. Like, did I feel worthy? Yeah, I did. Hmm. Did I recognize that there were a lot of things in you that were things that I wanted and deserved? Yes. Did I still have a lot to learn? Also, yes. So it's kind of 
there's no quick, easy answer sure. to that. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like um, I you came at a time in which my self-assuredness had been like on fleek, <laughs> if you will. It was like really turned up. And I really came to the realization of like who I was, where, like how I felt, who I am and everything, or I, I just kind of repeated myself there, but like, I, I just knew exactly where I was within my life. And so when you came, I felt like I was able to love you fully because I knew I'm also a very self-assured person in general. Mm-hmm. Like I know that like, when I know I like something, when I know I want something, like I know it, no questions asked. I don't need the instruction manual. I don't need you to give me reviews. You don't need validation. I don't need anything. Yeah. I know exactly mm-hmm. what I want. Um, and so you came at a time in which I was like heightened beyond that. Like there was an element of me that was past how I felt mm. or about me that uh, wait a I minute. I bagged you when you were golden. Yeah. Look at me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You did. Pat on my back. <laughs> you did because for me, it wasn't. Uh, yes. That's why I always tell you, bitch, do you know how lucky you are? <laughs> I do know how lucky me? I am. Um, and I'm very lucky to be with you as well. Yes, I you are. Incre- <laughs> 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 I am very lucky to be with you as well. No, but like I, you met me at a time because you know, I told you I had gotten cheated on mm-hmm. in that March of 2016, uh, 2009. And, uh, I met you in June. And so where I was during that time period was very much so like, that's why I was like looking for friends. I was like, cause I'm fuck men. Like, I don't want to be, boys de- are stupid. I don't want to <laughs> be defined by a relationship. <laughs> I just want to be me. I just want to have friends. I just want to like live a good life. Like, I just want to like be happy. And so, and like, and it's fine. Like I knew who I was. Guys were just kind of like, whatever to me. I wasn't caring about that situation. I just wanted to be happy. And then you came along and then I was like, I'll entertain it. (laughs) I'll allow it. I'll entertain. Yeah. Like, let's see what happens. And then it just kind of went beyond that. And I was like, fuck, I think I like him. Like it, it, and it just, which was fine. It it just went beyond what I was... Uh, what either of us intended. Intended, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is great. So I was in not a perfect, but in a good enough condition or position. There you go. Let's do that. To accept y- you in your good condition and or position. Does that make sense? It does. Awesome. Thank you. Three shots in, y'all. Uh, and if you're a Patreon member, then <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Thank you, Patreon. Um, anyways, so we read a couple of articles. Uh, and it was very challenging for me to find articles that were specific to this particular topic. But I found two separate articles that kind of talked about two different parts of it. Aspects of it, yeah. Yeah, so the first one is um, Stop Looking for the Perfect Partner and Try This Instead, which I really appreciated. And it's a, an article uh, by uh, HuffPost.com. It's written by Michael Mamas. Ooh, I love his last name. Yes, Mamas. Um, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
It's great. It was written in 2017. Um, and essentially, he goes through, I'm going to read the first paragraph where he says, don't we all long for the perfect life partner? Don't we all hold deep within ourselves an idealized notion of what the person would be like and how wonderful it would be to spend our lives together? Yet... It has been said that people spend the first part of their life looking for the ideal mate. And after they find their mate, they spend the rest of their life trying to change. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) So in our society with a 40 to 50% divorce rate, we should do well to take a step back and reevaluate what an ideal relationship really looks like. And so I loved this entire article because what he essentially does is kind of spells out all the reasons why we are awful (laughs) (laughs) and just literally like why we try to put all of this like we try to project all of these things that we need onto our perfect we we do Mm -hmm. it and it's not healthy and he calls it what it is he calls it transference yeah it's and it's just not healthy projecting the childhood trauma yeah onto this other person who matters to you yeah which we all are guilty of 100 (laughs) percent. and he talks throughout the article about how challenging it is not to do that yeah. Do you feel like you transfer of course some shit I do. onto me? Of course I do. What do you think you transfer onto me? <sighs> I mean, my number one issue is abandonment. So that, I mean, <laughs> this is one thing COVID, actually, I haven't brought this up to you yet, but oh, this is one thing that COVID has Our really done well exclusive. for me, <laughs> um, is you don't go away. Oh. So... I actually feel better <laughs> whenever Marco goes out of town for work. I freak out like so much so that his mom calls me to like check on me yeah. um, because she knows. Uh, and it has nothing to do with Marco. Like he's not going anywhere. It's just, it's a trigger for me. So yeah, I definitely project that on you for sure. Meanwhile, I'm like suffering because I need space and I need like a little bit of like a break. So like being together with you all the time is like, somewhat smothering and it's not that you're smothering to me it's that like the situation is smothering to me so like this has been really challenging (laughs) Um, but yes that's why every time you say you're glad you get to go back to the office i know it's not because of the office no no and i've not even been secretive about that like it's literally been like oh god i get to get away from my husband for eight hours and and the apartment you get to have a different venue too that's part of it too like that's why i don't take it personally it has nothing to do with me because I'm awesome. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, meanwhile, you're texting me all day because... Not like, all day. You text me all day. I don't text you all day. You miss me a lot when I'm gone. I do. Mm-hmm. That's sweet. <laughs> you're awful. <laughs> is, it, is it sweet? It is sweet. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Watch what happens next week. No, if no text for you. If you don't text me, then you know I'm going to choke slam you. So. <laughs> mm, mm, funny how that works. I just need to know what you're doing, even though I know what you're doing. Yeah, I'm working. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, continue. Please continue. Um, so are you, so you are, so you feel like you transfer that onto me. Totally. Your abandonment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I absolutely do. Yeah. I feel like I transfer, um, 
you know, I, I've talked about this before and without going like, like super duper deep, but like, I feel like being a black man in this country, we are held to a standard that uh, you as a white person do not have to experience on a day to day basis. And so I feel like I transfer my expectations of presentation on you constantly, um, just in terms of like, taking care of yourself why is your hair not done did you not brush your teeth today like what is like those things that like i know that me as a human being like me as a black man that i couldn't leave the house without doing um and so and you as a white man like you you don't have to be presentable um you can just be a white man in the world and just be fine i have to like blend in like i have to like go under the radar so i think i hold you to those expectations as well because i'm like bull honky doo-doo there's no (laughs) way that you're getting ready to like leave this apartment and like just wear a pair of sweatpants when i have to be like decked the fuck out to like be kinda under the radar does that make sense Yes, I always find it interesting that you think being decked out puts you under the radar. I think it brings you to the forefront. Well, because it's like there's a presentation mode aspect of it, right? Like there's like a... Like, I don't think it's about being under the radar. I think it's about compensating and overcompensating and trying to make up for a debt that you don't owe anyone. Maybe. Maybe. I think a lot of it has to do with, like, if people like you. Yeah, it's compensating. Exactly what Mm -hmm. you're saying. Like, if people are, like, impressed with you, then they're not fearful of you. Well, and let's just call it like it is. If they're impressed by you, then it's okay that you're black. Sure. Which is, that is the problem. But that's the truth. Let's call it like it is. Like, if we're going to talk honesty, like, talk honesty. That's what it is. Well, I always told you I had an issue with the fact that I've always kind of been the, like exception to Mm -hmm. most rules right i'm Mm -hmm. black i'm gay i'm a guy right but like it's not it's like okay like for whatever reason it's completely Mm -hmm. okay for like marco to hang around Mm -hmm. you know and like you can you can stay the night with the door shut correct Mm -hmm. it's fine because you're you're my only gay friend you're marco Mm -hmm. like it's not a big deal and i'm like i like i also could be a very good actor which i am by the way but like but no like no i wasn't doing like bad things you know behind closed doors but like yeah like you put way too much trust in me just well i mean that's again it's not really the topic but that's also racism like you're white enough for me not to worry about yeah no it's it's terrible Hmm. a whole nother look at you over here preaching yet again Yes, preacher. Um, I love it. Uh, so yeah, so this was a here comes the collection plate <laughs> by way of Patreon. So go on patreon.com slash pod relationship right now and start donating so you can hear more of this sermon. Shameless. Can I get an amen? Shameless. <laughs> can I get an amen up in here? <laughs> Donate to the Lord. <laughs> Yes. Uh, <laughs> anyway, perfectionism. <laughs> so, uh, so that was the first article, and I would definitely implore you all to read that article because it's it is a good. very if good one. If you haven't, really if you haven't like taken an honest look at your perfectionism um, and the stress and trouble that that causes, that article was actually a really good one for like just laying down the like the basic groundwork. Like that's why I always appreciate that website and their articles and the other one, Psychology Today, that we're Ooh, about to get my into. Baby. Um, because they really do a good job of like 
not being textbook, being an article, but still giving you like the 101 of, you know, whatever topic they're talking about. So I I did like that. Um, I did like that article. I like this one even more because it's practical and I like practical concrete steps. And it's psychology today. It sure is. is. So fucking good. (laughs) Um, So the next article that we read, so that is talking about your need to like have the perfect partner and how you need to get the fuck over that. (laughs) Um, This next one is uh, a psychology today article that is is how to let go of the need to be perfect. And this is written by Eileen Strauss-Cohen. She is a PhD. Um, She is amazing. And I really enjoyed this article that was written in 2018. Um, As somebody who strives for perfectionism on a day-to-day basis, as I like literally try to put my best me forward mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis this really resonated for me mm-hmm. yeah as a perfectionist a recovering perfectionist it does for me too yeah it's it's very intense and again I, look this is deep rooted in me because we are black people and i feel like black people inherently have to try to strive for um being perfect um within it I, i'm a black people i should say <laughs> You said we are black people. Did I got I confused. That? You did. I'm sorry. I was like, I'm I'm not black. It might have been <laughs> shot for. <laughs> it might have. <laughs> I don't know. Get you enough tequila and I turn black. Okay. We're, we're Good ale- to know. <laughs> we're alleging things. <laughs> I see a black shirt. It turns into like, I don't know what's happening right now. Um, that being said, I think that black people, uh, again, you know, when you hear your entire life that you have to be, you know, three times better to be, you know, half as good kind of mm-hmm. thing, like those things really uh, stick with you. So I think that there's an element of me that strives every single day to be the best me going forward so that when people see me, they're like, oh, he is the good one, one of the good ones, right? Um which I hate, which is like within itself a huge problem. And I said that out loud and I was like gagging. I was like choking back vomit as I was saying it. So understand that. That being said, this article was great. Um, Eileen starts it off by saying, you find yourself asking, when will what I do be enough? (laughs) Uh, You wonder, how do I know if I'm truly happy or just settling to be comfortable? You catch yourself constantly striving for more money, more stuff. More beauty, more brains, more awards. But no matter how much you get, you never know if what you desire will help you become your best self or just drive you further down the dissatisfying road of perfectionism. Um, I loved this article. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it, it's just really good. And then at the end, she um, asks the very basic question, which is, so how do I let go of perfectionism and have a strong sense of self? And there are a few uh there's some, there's some really good concrete steps um which again is that's always what i like is like you can talk around an issue all you want but like teach me um and let me practice something and that's what this does so it yeah. starts out with challenging your mindset right yep. this idea that there is such a thing as perfect that you have to get your your value from something outside of yourself which is so american <laughs> um and so not true like yeah. you know as a as a person who regularly meditates on the inherent nothingness of being like th- this table is doesn't matter like it's not a table it's only a table because we say it's a table like you have to like break down like that fundamental basic mindset of what matters is my status the number of languages i speak the accolades that i have the size of my waist the amount in my bank account like those are the things that matter and they're not they're not what matters is your own feeling of self-worth 
Um, and we're not going to get into all the steps, but she um, she talks about building your own self-reliance. Well, really quick, I just want to back that up. Mm. It's not just a table. Back, back that thing up. It's a really good table. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. Um, but even and, that is a value we are attaching to it. No, it's good because I picked it. Oh, um, so then, because um, you're yes, fantastic. <laughs> of, I'm perfect. I think we established <laughs> this. Did we? Uh, we did. When? I don't. Must have been a different episode. I don't know how you haven't gathered. I that totally from missed it. Everything that we're talking must be about. all the mistakes I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the next one is build self reliance. <laughs> um, I rely on. I really like this one. So you aren't born with self reliance; you gain it through trial and error. While you go through life making your own decisions, I started to develop to, to, to develop confidence when I decided to think for myself and move forward with my decisions. And this is something again that I have over the years have managed to be very good at. Like, uh, like yes, I read as a super confident person, but that is only because like I'm very self assured. Like I know me, I know who I am, I know what I want to accomplish, I know where I'm at, and I love it. I imagine that was very challenging for you because you weren't really allowed to make mistakes. No. Yeah. No. So that had to be really difficult. And and others put that on you. I I put it on myself that I wasn't allowed to make mistakes. And I still struggle with that uh, regularly. But I, I imagine... I mean, because you make hard. mistakes often. Yeah. Look at look at my marriage. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, we went there. I mean, I could correct that mistake if you wanted to. Ain't nobody holding you to it. <laughs> the next one is learning to let go, mm. which is always super important. Like, and especially in perfectionism, like you have to forgive yourself. You have to just let it go. You have to just be okay with it. And by not seeking perfection in someone else or yourself, um, you will feel a hell of a lot better because so it's much more rooted in reality. It's so good. Make your own decisions is the next one, which is one that I really appreciate. Like, do for you. Literally block the haters out. <laughs> like, no one can determine your life. No one walks in your Manolo Blahniks. Oh. So you have to do what is right for you. And I love that. And I think it's incredible. The next one is my absolute favorite. It is remember, you can't hate your way into accepting yourself. Do you find that you hate yourself at any point in time? I I find that I judge myself harshly. Yes. I don't hate myself, Mm. but I do judge myself harshly. Like you should have known better. Why did you make that mistake? Like that, like, it's so obvious. How could you let that happen? Like, yeah, that definitely, that's, that is a, a, a start of a pattern of thinking that I have to interrupt for sure. I definitely replay conversations in my head and like try to figure out like what I said and if it could, like, could that have been misconstrued or did I say the right thing? Um, but then I've also learned, and I got to be honest with you, this podcast has been a really great way of me just like putting shit out into the universe and being like, can't control it now. It's out there. I don't know what I got to do. I can't. It's it's gone. I said it came out my mouth. People heard it. <laughs> this is done. So I'm done. I don't even care anymore. Um, so I love that. I think that's a great one. The last one is make peace with now before you feel satisfied with the later. And this is one that I really try to like focus on Mm -hmm. and i try to make you focus on because i feel like you are so busy all the time with like planning for the future right making things happen later in time and this is a really good one that's just saying like be happy with what's going on right now find little things to like do a little jig about right now and i think that that's amazing Mm -hmm. because the later 
Ain't promised. May never come. It ain't promised. Mm-hmm. We had a whole travel itinerary planned for 2020. Literally every month. We literally were trying to get ourselves out there for 2020. And what happened? COVID. COVIDisha. <laughs> La Rona. <laughs> La, La Rona. <laughs> um, and, it, and it didn't work itself out. Eek. I don't know what's happening right now. Um, but that being said, it happened and it's over. And so now you have to just move on. Mm-hmm. Move on, girl. Yeah. Oh my God, somebody is so active right now. Your devices are supposed to be silent, Mark. I don't know what happened. It's whatever. Anyways, that being said, I just really enjoyed this article. I enjoyed what uh, it stood for. And I think that, um, I know, I think it was like super helpful. How'd you feel about it? I really enjoyed it. I really do like this idea of you're not perfect. Why are you looking for perfect? And don't expect perfect. No. Because uh, it just doesn't exist. And it's it's definitely one of my greatest lessons um, in life that I am constantly working on. Good. I love it. So tell us what you think about it. And then make sure you guys uh, tune in, not tune in, read. Because um, Tony is going to gather his thoughts and then put it on the relationship blog on the website podrelationships.com and he's going to kind of gather everything that he is thinking about beyond this and then kind of put it on pen to paper if you will there's no pen or paper (sighs) electrons i said if you will which i will not lead everyone to know that it's not an actual thing Oh my God, he's so exhausting. Anyways, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a bit because we have an exciting interview with someone that I adore. <laughs> you love. I, well, that's what adore means, <laughs> is I get. Goodbye. Hey, everyone. It's your favorite podcast host, Tony. And Marco. If you haven't done so already, head to podrelationship.com for more Cretelli content related to the podcast. Check out our weekly hashtag queer relationship goals. Highlight a hashtag queer biz you love. Listen to episodes of the podcast. Check out the weekly blog, Relation Chat. Submit listener situations. Learn about upcoming events and giveaways. And sign up for our monthly newsletter. Podrelationship.com is a labor of love and our way of giving you all relationship content throughout the week. So head to podrelationship.com right now and get more Cretelli and relationship content you never knew you needed. See you all there. Bye. If you're anything like me, then you love buying things. I don't think anybody likes buying things as much as you do. Thank you very much. I appreciate the compliment. That's not how it was intended. (laughs) That said, I like buying things and find even more pleasure buying from LGBTQ plus businesses and services. That's why once a month, Marco and I host a mini-sode under the relationship umbrella called Hashtag Queer Biz, and we need your help. If you are a business owner or like shopping from an LGBTQ plus business or service, please reach out to us. Head to our website, podrelationship.com right now and submit your favorite queer business or service right there on the site. 
On the third Friday of every month, a new episode of Hashtag Queer Biz will air, where we will talk to a queer business owner about their business or service. Our goal is to connect you all with people within the community that you can support and lift up by shopping from or utilizing their business or service. So head to podrelationships.com today and submit a Hashtag Queer Biz for the next episode of our monthly mini-sode. And don't forget to check out the businesses we've already highlighted. Their information's on our website, so go give them a little love when you can. We thank you for supporting our LGBTQ family. I'm so excited to be joined with you probably heard his voice from season two of the podcast, which is crazy to me that it was literally almost two years ago that Mm -hmm. we last spoke with him. Um, But uh, we are so excited to have independent recording artists and friend of our podcast, Benji Bradshaw back on the show. Benji, thank you so much for joining us. Hi guys. Thanks for having me. We're so glad to come back. So glad to hear your voice. (laughs) You too. I missed you guys. We miss you too. The last time I saw Benji, I was drunk at the monster <laughs> with friends. And uh, I'm like literally at the urinal and there's a guy at the uh, ur- like three urinals down. And we both kind of like look over at each other and I'm like, oh my God, Benji. <laughs> and he's like, oh my God. And so both of us were like trying to like hurriedly pee and then go wash our I'm hands. I'm surprised you didn't like close the gap between you and just get, you know, adjoining urinals. It was really funny. We were both trying to like hurriedly pee, wash our yep. hands, and then like hug each other. And that was, yeah, that was, um, God, it was right before, God, it had to have been in 2019 before I think we even went to Punta Cana. So it was like probably like yep. September or August of 2019. Hmm. that's yep. crazy it's been that it long. was insane and i remember it was so funny because i think it was right after we did our interview or a few weeks after or something and i just remember like it was just funny because it was like in our interview we talked about going nightlife and going out and then it just made yeah. sense that we met in the bathroom it's like yeah it's like okay <laughs> no. of course i would see you in the bathroom with the monster <laughs> it's the perfect gay new york story i just yes. love it so much yes <laughs> Oh my gosh. And how are you? How are you, you know, uh, surviving uh, the pandemic and all of that good stuff? Thank you. Yeah, it's it's been difficult. It's been a really hard year, I think, for everyone. Um, but you may have, and maybe this is for you, true to you, which is that I feel also very inspired during this period and, and very creative. Like there's been a lot of just moments for me to reflect on my my path and also to kind of make plans to make things happen in the future. So it's, it's been in a way a reset to kind of look at my life creatively, my music and my, my performance art and say, okay, what's next. And for that, I'm very thankful. And, um, and also the network of people that I've connected to online since the pandemic started has been insane. And it's in some ways better than it was before. (laughs) So this is good and bad. I don't know if you guys have felt that way too. Yeah, I mean, for like, sure. yeah, we for yeah. sure have had like moments of like, yay. And then there's been quite a few moments of Uggs. But yeah. uh, but I think at the most part, for the most part, we are, we're trying, as I say, thriving and surviving, right? That's the <laughs> yeah. only thing that we can do during these difficult times and and just try to, you know, try to laugh a little bit. You know, we were watching the news for like the past few weeks, like <laughs> ridiculously, because everything that's on there has been chaotic. And then... Mm-hmm. And then you got, you know, COVIDisha, as I like to call her, uh, rearing yeah. her ugly head. So <laughs> it's just a lot. It's been a lot. Yeah. It's, it's been a lot. Yeah. But 
on lighter notes, you, much to your point, Benji, have kind of been creatively, uh, creative, I can't say the word. Creatively? Creatively. Okay, thank you. I was like adding extra T's in there. Um, You're very creative of you. Yes, thank you. Um, You have been creatively uh, thriving during the time of COVID. You have some new music on the horizon that has been very fun to watch happen. So tell us a little bit about um, being an artist during the time of COVID and how you've been able to tap into your creative side and and kind of, uh, I don't know, have some phoenixes rise from the ashes of this nonsense. Yeah, no, thank you. And I mean, it's been... Like you said, it's been such a creative period for me, and it definitely started um, with the pandemic in March. And I remember um, creatively, I get urges from time to time where it's like I need to make something or I'm going to go crazy. And Mm -hmm. that's what happened in that moment. And mid, actually, it must have been whatever when the lockdown in New York City happened that next week or the week after. I just had this moment where I was like, I need to create a song. I need to to just make something. I don't care at this point what it is, but I need to make something and I need to finish it and put it out into the world. And that's what I did. So I, um, one day I just heard these lyrics. Um, well, actually I usually with this one, I started with a synthesizer on my computer and I just did a few chords and it just had this perfect emotion of what I was feeling, which was this kind of dark, it's kind of this, um, synthesizer, dark, emotional journey that I was on. And then I just put the words to it. And I literally created the song called Lorona within a few minutes. And I just kind of perfected it to where I needed to go with it. But essentially it all came at once. It was just a song about feeling helpless and feeling scared, but also having hope and having this feeling of that this will get better. Um, and so that's, that's basically what the song became. And it was, it's, it's very eighties influenced, which I think we talked about in the past. I'm very influenced by the eighties. But it was like the perfect thing. Because I think in the 80s, especially late 80s, the kind of music I like, like dark, like new wave and like even just 80s pop, there is this kind of darkness to it, I feel. And I don't know what that darkness is, but there's something about that. There's such a period of time where there was like these songs that I felt had a dark undertone, but they were still danceable and still fun. Um, well, and yeah. and you hit the nail right on the head with it too, because uh, in multiple ways. Because one, I was telling Tony, like, you know, even with listening to the music, I was like, he's very like giving me very David Bowie <laughs> in the music, which is like, you know, wh- I, which is absolutely perfect to me. I'm a huge David Bowie fan, and I said that it was like Depeche Mode cover to David Bowie song, sure. <laughs> Which is even yeah, better. Totally. And then on top of that, the music is so danceable, <laughs> which I absolutely uh, love. And I found myself. Uh, you definitely got up and danced. I was like, it was just, it was so, uh, Lorona is very good. I, so I've got to ask you because I'm very fascinated, you know, like, and you all can watch the Lorona video on YouTube right now. Uh, which is so good. But a lot of this was, first of all, you're so beautiful oh. in the video. Like you look absolutely amazing. Stunning. Like skin's Thank a pop you. in. <laughs> like makeup is like gorgeous. Like you look amazing in the video. Um, but all of that, I'm guessing, was shot in your apartment. Is that correct? That is totally correct. Yeah. I love these COVID music videos <laughs> that have been coming out. All They're but one. so good. <laughs> Which, yeah. oh, yeah, I did not like Megan Trainer's um, COVID. Oh. Music. I thought it was terrible. I thought it was awful. Oh. But anyways, continue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, but like exactly. I 
Um, that was actually part of the fun of it was that I knew that we were going to be in quarantine and I knew that it was going to be a while <laughs> that we were, we had we had time to do this. So for me, that the whole experience was like nothing I've done before, which was that everything that you got, um, I have to give credit to David Michael, an amazing actually New York City DJ and producer who did the final mix on Lorona. But everything else that you that you hear that you see in the music video, it was totally 100 percent me. So the makeup I did, the hair, the fashion, the editing, the like effects, the and also the song I wrote the song and produced it. So like it was a hundred percent experience of an artist giving everything he has to the world for this period of Corona. So yeah, so I, it was just so much fun. I ended up shooting it over multiple days. It was probably six or seven days. Um, and wow. I would do it. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, and I would do it at different times. So some of the shots were at night, some were at daytime. And I kind of had to think creatively of like, how do I use my apartment to have different scenes? Sure. So like the rooftop scene was just me on a chair. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, like I, and then I used, um, I'm a big, I love Photoshop. So I did some Photoshop. I think we talked about that last time too. So I yeah, love Photoshop. Yeah. So I just like made my set in Photoshop and then put it into Adobe Premiere and then made it look like I was on a roof and like a, like a, like a VHS style film. Yes. For sure. So good. Thank you. Eight yeah. gig. Like the whole thing was, uh, was it that, is that 16 eight, bit? 16 bit. Okay. Yeah. It's very um, 16 bit. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. was like, so I just loved it. It was just so much fun and just very creative. As a matter of fact, you and I might need to have a conversation because I love what you're doing from like a graphic standpoint. And I might need you to kind of like, I don't know, educate me on like some Photoshop um, techniques and stuff like that. So I can get the uh, relationship uh, Instagram looking a little bit more fun because um, you're just so good at it. Like Tony and I were looking at the the visuals were all we kept saying was like fully realized the quality of the incredible. visuals were just so good. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. I'd be happy no. to help. Just let me know. I mean, yeah, I, I love visuals and I most of the stuff I've taught myself. So I believe that. And especially nowadays, I mean, all of this, you can just teach yourself, you can make these yeah. things happen and I could show you some tricks, but it's really, you know, I, it's, that's the great thing about what we're, the time we're living in right now is we have so many tools available and like all you need is an idea nowadays and you can make it happen. So that's really exciting. 100%. I love that. It's so good. It's so creative and we, and we are huge fans of it. So, um, Thank you. So the La Rona video is again on YouTube right now. So you can go follow Benji Bradshaw on YouTube and you can watch his video amongst some others, but uh, kind of the, so you came out with La Rona and you, you know, you came out with the song, you came out with the video, you even have a lyric video, which is like even just as cool as yeah. the video yeah. video, which is yeah. like insane. And then you waited some months and what we're here to talk about today is uh your brand new song <laughs> uh that is actually launching a new video this week as well uh which is let me fuck your heart which love it is even <laughs> cooler i mean ah! i don't i can't even decide which one i love more but this one is just so cool yeah um, yeah, tell us a little bit about the creative process with coming out with Let Me Fuck Your Heart. Of course. Oh, that makes me so happy to hear. Thank you for saying that. That's um, so great. <laughs> so basically, this is another, it's, it's this common thread of like what happened during the pandemic. And when I did Lorona, um, I had two remixes come out. So David Michael did one of the remixes and then Jesus Red Soul did the second one. 
And Jesus Redsoul is a um, London-based producer. He's absolutely amazing. I recommend everyone check him out. He has a lot of techno progressive um, style music in-house. So he, him and I have been following each other on Instagram for a while. And about maybe after Lorona, so like midsummer, he said, hey, Benji, like, I love what you're doing. I want you to be on this track called Let Me Fuck Your Heart. And like, wow. when I heard the top title, I was like, okay, I'm in, like, I'm in, <laughs> love, <laughs> but love. then he, but then he played it for me and he actually, and this, I give him hundred percent credit. He wrote the song and he produced the song. So like, he's a mastermind and it was all his idea. So I can't take any credit there, but I thought, you know what, like in a pandemic, this is, I would normally not do this because I like doing my own original work, but I said, you know what, this is a time to be collaborative. This is a time to try new things. So, yeah. you know, you know, and so he um, let me record it. So I recorded that in August and immediately, like maybe you heard this or thought this when you heard the song or when you saw the visual, which is, which is that it's this kind of dark techno dance club, like in the grungy 4 a.m., 5 a.m. sun hasn't come up yet, but it's almost coming and you're sweaty in the club. And that's kind of the, the, the visual in my head, the first visual I yeah. had. So I yeah. definitely wanted it to go there. I was like, we're going to go more sexual. We're going to go more grungy, more after hour club. Um, but I also, I love vintage stuff and I love, I still love the eighties and I love like, I love pretty much. I love every era to be honest with you. Um, but I wanted it to, f to have this feeling of like a history or something. Like there was this history between these two people and there was this kind of like VHS tape that was like secretly filmed, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. you know, so I had this whole storyline in my head. This is like, I have too much free time. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, it is, a, it is a global pandemic. So it's, like, you well, it's, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like pretty much all the, you know, if I couldn't go to the club, I'm going to make that come into my apartment and just make that my club. Yeah. So, um, you know, so anyway, so that's kind of what happened. So Jesus has been so supportive and he, you know, he loved Lorona as well. And he was like, Benji, I totally trust you. Feel free to like film your own thing, do whatever you want, you know. Um, and even with the vocals, he was like, you know, you do your own spin on it. So it's definitely a collaboration, um, but it, it was just something that came out of the pandemic. I mean, it, I really believe that if the pandemic hadn't happened, we, Jesus and I probably wouldn't have had time to start this project. And it's just been so exciting. And, and like you said, I, I also love it as like, yeah, I think like, let me fuck your heart is now my new favorite. So um, I love the Rona, but it's growing on this one's like a, it's a different whole thing. Well, what I like is that it's a, it's a, it's a very um, honest progression, right? So like La Rona yeah. was fun. You had fun. It was like very catchy and cute and like it was like a really good time like you like you had fun with it and then let me fuck your heart comes out and it's like it's like a progression it's like just building off of the love that Lorona right. gave you you know which is amazing yeah. um i yeah. love the song i hate to say it but i literally feel like this is the song like it's the song for all the circuit parties that take place in <laughs> that, right like, this, like, <laughs> It's like that song. Like I can see all the gays getting their, like so much life off of the extended remix that like continues to like you know play over the speakers on somebody's beach in Puerto Vallarta. By the way, all you guys <laughs> that party partied in Puerto Vallarta, you should be ashamed of yourselves. But yeah. if you're dancing to "Let Me Fuck Your Heart," I get it. <laughs> yeah, we forgive you if you play that. 
We will forgive you. Like, what record you it and tag me. Run it by your Let it fly. <laughs> we'll let it fly. We'll let it fly. It was no, but I like that. Oh. Oh, that's like the and I look. I you know, truth be told, like I'm gonna lay it out there. I am not a circuit gay. Like I have a very hard, like not a hard time, but because I, I love music in general, so like I can find something that I um, am into with just about everything that I listen to. Um, so it is not my default to be a huge fan of like circuit. I'm too old to be circuity and clubby and, and all this other stuff like that. Like it's just, it's just not my thing. No. That said, your music actually, um, especially this song actually got me very excited. I was like, Oh, I could totally see myself like dancing in somebody's club to this song. Like this is, it, it's a great song. Oh. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you so much. And I, like, that's how I felt too. It's like, originally, I really wasn't, I, you know, I was more into like, eight, you know, pop. Uh, I love house music all the time. But you know, te like techno circuit stuff, I wasn't originally into. But right. once I heard Jesus' song, I was like, oh, wow, I can get into this. Yeah. And the other really cool thing I've been seeing, and I, um, you know, with, with the pandemic has been Twitch. I don't know how familiar you guys are with Twitch. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, so it's this. It's basically for those who don't know, it's like a gaming. I think originally it was like a, a live stream gaming platform. Like yeah. you could like stream your video games, and then people can watch and comment along with you. Yeah. Um, but now, because of the pandemic, a lot of DJs are moving to Twitch because they have a space to play music and you know grow their following and all that. And um, actually, again, David Michael, I have to shout out him for introducing me to that because he started spinning on there. And there's this amazing community on Twitch that I've grown to love and I've never met these people, but there's these amazing DJs and just amazing lovers of music that are all now thriving on this community. And a lot of them started playing Let Me Fuck Your Heart on their streams. And it's wow. been like, yeah, yeah. So now like almost every day I go onto Twitch and I hear Let Me Fuck Your Heart and I'm just dancing in my room like, wow, this is not only now is it one thing that I love, but it's like people are connecting to it. And, and this is like a little escape. And, you know, people in the comments are like, ooh, fuck my heart, Benji. Like, come over. <laughs> it's like, so it's like, it, the song itself is, it's like funny because it, what it says, but then we're all like quoting the lyrics and it's just bringing, bringing so much joy. So it really is just this, I'm just so grateful for this opportunity to share it. And, and I'm glad that, like you said, like you guys are feeling it. And I think other people are picking up on it. And even if they didn't like that kind of music before, they see the the fun in it and they see how it can like it let you escape. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, so first things first is I love a good home dance party. Literally the <laughs> other night I like blasted music and made Tony come and dance with me in the apartment because there's nothing better than like just being able to like dance it off, dance it off mm -hmm. and like just have a really good time. Yeah. And so I really appreciate that. But um, your comment actually brings me to my next question, which you kind of answered, but cause you have a lyric video out already um, right. I'm not a reader of comments just because that's not entirely true. Like, especially when it comes to like a person's art, I try not to read their comments because I just don't really want to know how other people are receiving it. Cause that's none of my business, but I would love to hear from you. How are listeners reacting to the song itself? I know you said it's getting a lot of Twitch love and things, but like, are you finding that, um, you're getting a fan base? Are people being introduced to Benji in like a whole new way by way of the song? Yes, I think so. I think it's it's a different 
song for me. It really is. It wasn't anything I thought I would do. And the the fans are loving it and the, my friends are loving it. I think it's a different audience. I mean, there's people, and this is actually how to open my eyes, is that there is this whole community that loves um, techno, techo, techno progressive, you know, this is, and it's a very amazing community and they are really supportive and really loving. And I think it's because that music is, comes from a place of love. And it's this idea that, like you said, music brings people together and you could dance alone or dance with other people. And I think that community thrives on that because that music lets them escape the, the darkness of the world. And it lets them go to a place where they can dress up. They can just go crazy, dance crazy, make new friends on the dance floor. And for me, that's been the greatest thing, too, is that this community has, has accepted me. Um, and I really it makes me want to make more of this type of music because it's 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 been a great um, experience. I've been getting a lot of great feedback about it, too. Yeah, I think if there was a musical resume that you could like put together like this would be a really great uh, addition to your uh, experience. Right. Like, I, I do think yeah. that this is like something that you can. Um, build upon like i, I think yes. that, you, that you can definitely capture um that so and uh, i can see exactly what you said about what it does to the floor and how it brings people together like as you were saying that i was like kind of drifting off to that space myself and i was like gosh you know it's it's been a long time since i've been here and what a wonderful warm place this is like i had actually forgotten mm -hmm. so thanks thanks for that yeah, yeah. oh really thank good. you yeah and yeah. so this episode is airing on wednesday the 13th um, and your video is premiering on Friday the 15th. Is that correct? That's correct. Awesome. So Tony, I've never I been able to pre-screen something before. I, I feel so famous. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You guys got exclusive. See the video before oh. any of you. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not going to give anything away because we want everyone to uh, enjoy it and, and be able to experience it. I will uh, just say that the way you described it, though, that's exactly what came across across in the video well it's really cool the yeah, only thing yeah. 5 yeah the only thing i will kind of give away is that this is kind of a continuation from la rona is that correct am i describing yes that correctly? okay that is yeah. correct it's continuation yeah so there was a to be continued at the end of la rona and then i think let me fuck your heart kind of welcomes you in and to <laughs> um much as benji said that Four, five, six o'clock a.m. for the sunrise, <laughs> grungy. It reminds me of my day. So back in uh, my college days, um, I would go to the club, uh, which was this <laughs> amazing club in Reno called uh, Babingas. Uh, shout out to any of my friends that are listening to this uh, and remembering Babingas. But we would, you know, drink, have fun, dance our faces off in Babingas. But that was all like pop music, like top forty, like really, really, like you know, popular fun. Uh, R&B pop music, right? And then mm -hmm. at like three o'clock in the morning, we would always leave and go to this little hole in the wall uh, after hours club called Vino's. And in Vino's, they always played uh, 80s music. It was all, it was nothing but like 80s music and everyone would just be wasted off their ass and they would play, they would like listen to like dance to you know all the 80s music that you you don't like to dance to in public but you didn't <laughs> but you didn't care about dancing to at you know four o'clock mm. in the morning with other friends i feel like that's what let me fuck your heart is is it's that like yeah. after hours like fun dancey like fun club you know you 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 just left going to um 
I don't know what's around anymore. All the clubs are closed these days. <laughs> yeah. You just left yeah. therapy. You just left therapy, right? Or industry, right. right? Where you heard all your like fun music, and then much to your point, like you like went down to like the monster, and you went to the basement right. level, right? And now you're like dancing mm-hmm. to "Let Me Fuck Your Heart." Like <laughs> I'm having so much fun, which is really cool. Thank you. Yeah, that's the that was the goal. I really, I just wanted that space to come to life on on video and. I'm happy that you guys see that. <laughs> it's so good. good. I mean, and the only other thing that I'm going to give away, it, and it kind of, and you don't have to do too much elaborating, but okay. at the end of Let Me Fuck Your Heart, there's another to be continued. Yes. Are you working on the next project already? Yeah. So like, and now I feel like I need to like, <laughs> I need to find the completion to this story. Like, where <laughs> is this going to lead me? <laughs> okay so this is another exclusive for you guys and your amazing podcast Yay! oh my gosh okay <laughs> another exclusive there will be a part three. Oh, love um it. the part oh. three i cannot say anything else i'm sworn to secrecy <laughs> okay but, <laughs> but but what i can say is that there is another song and what I can say is that it's a different genre. Oh. Yes. Wait. It's so, related genre, but different. So I have. I love this teaser. I know. I love this too. Yeah. This is a you relationship. Just, you just my husband's life. life. I know. So, <laughs> wait. And he kind of feeds off of this. I love it. Wait. So I have questions that I need you to yes. answer without actually okay. answering. Okay. So my okay. first question is, is this um, new song, is it? finished or are you working on it or or where are we at in the process yes it i literally just today sent the final draft back to the mixer master wow yeah wow okay so i have another question then okay (laughs) so you've gotten to work with some really great names and for you know for la rona and for this song is this another great collaboration or is this a Benji bradshaw exclusive it is definitely a collaboration love i will and there may or may not be more than one collaboration related to this project Ooh. oh my god oh my god yeah, i'm living okay and then my last question regarding the new project is when can we we i need to start a fan club we need to like we need to like have a benji bradshaw like fan club um but when can we expect to see the fruits of late of the labor of this new project. When will this be out? Okay, drum roll. Ah, I'm so nervous saying this. Okay. Okay. Pride month. Pride month, babies. Got it. Wow. Oh my Pride god. Pride month. We are ready to party this year. We're ready for happiness and joy. And it will be there in time for New York Pride. And we can all celebrate. Oh. Fantastic. This is so yes. good. I that is. So exciting. <laughs> I can't uh, I cannot, oh, good. Congratulations. I'm that so excited. So awesome. Thank you. That, oh. And like I said, this is exclusive. Every, all your listeners, everyone, this is an exclusive just for the Critelli's relationship because I love you guys. So, yes, you're the first to hear it on this on this podcast. You're now, the best. Now I feel like we made it. I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. So famous. <laughs> <laughs> Benji, you, I mean, congratulations. Yes. Let Me Fuck Your Heart is an amazing song. <laughs> the video is insane. La Rona is wonderful. The video is insane for that as well. Like The video you, is actually perfection. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. On, 
Thank you. You should be really yeah. proud of yourself. Yeah, we're very happy for you. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much. And okay. I hoped I would be glad to come back on here and share more. And I just want to thank you. I love your podcast and all that you're doing for our community. And it's been an honor to, and this is an honor to be back, but it was an honor the first time too. So thank you guys so much. You're, you're so such sweet. a sweetheart. Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate it. So remind our listeners where they can find all, first of all, find you on social media, but then also find all of your uh, projects on, um, you know, all the platforms that you post those on as well. Yes. Yeah, so um, my name is Benji Bradshaw with the Y, Benji with the Y. Um, Instagram, I'd say go there first because I connect you to all my other platforms. But you can just search me, Benji Bradshaw. I'm on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, of course, to hear my music. So, yeah, just search Benji Bradshaw, B-E-N-J-Y. Love it. it. And then we will, of course, um, have links to Benji's profile in our show notes. So definitely look there. And then we'll um, also create some links to definitely La Rona, um, the video and everything like that on YouTube. So you can check that out. And then on Friday, January 15th, make sure you check YouTube um, and Benji's profile because that is going to be the world premiere of the Let Me Fuck Mm. Your Heart video. Um, and we're very excited to uh, have gotten to see it already, but to see it uh, launch on Friday as well. And we'll definitely um, we'll definitely post something too. We will. Mm-hmm. Oh, yay! Thank you so much. Of course, of course. That's thank you favorite. guys. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate you, Benji, and we appreciate you all listening to uh, our what I think will be many different interviews that we'll have with Benji because Benji's going to get like really famous, and we're going to be like, hi. <laughs> Hey, do you like remember us? He used to be on our no. shitty little podcast back in the day. No, <laughs> Yes, you did. <laughs> we love well, thank you, Benji. We love you. And um, love you we'll definitely talk to you very soon. Yes, talk soon. Love you guys. Love love you. Um, we're going to take a short break, but we'll be back in just a bit. I think you all know that I'm not much for the social medias. If you've listened to the podcast for a single second, then you know tweeting and trending are foreign concepts to me. Oh yes, babe. We are all very much so aware of your aversion to anything that even remotely resembles a hashtag or DM. Although I've done a hashtag once. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep, I I remember. Mm. (laughs) But I do know that Relationship has some amazing content on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And that is all thanks to my husband, because I want no part of it. (laughs) Well, thank you. I think. (laughs) Yes, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We are at Pod Relationship on all social media platforms. There, you can check out our hashtag Queer Relationship Goals for the week. You can be inspired by some of our queer quotes and corresponding song lyrics you can also read reviews catch a glimpse of us and even check out the week's guests so head to twitter instagram and facebook and follow us we are at pod relationship on all platforms we look forward to your double taps and comments even though i don't know what the heck that means (laughs) just quit while you're ahead you got it All right, so before we end today's episode, we wanted to put some shit on your radar. Um, As you all have gotten the opportunity to listen to, we are so excited about Benji Bradshaw's new music video for his amazing new song, Let Me Fuck Your Heart. (laughs) 
I just like saying that. Don't you think it's funny? <laughs> I think it's amazing. So make sure you tune in on Friday on YouTube so that you can watch the world premiere of Let Me Fuck Your Heart. Tony and I got to watch it ourselves. It's kind of a fun music video. It is a very good time and we're very, very thrilled and so honored to have been able to uh, be a part of it. I've that. never been in a pre-release kind of a scenario. I feel like a celebrity. We're a celebrity. It's kind of great. So thank you, Benji, for that. Tune in and then make sure you all follow him on Instagram. He is at Benji Bradshaw, B-E-N-J-Y Bradshaw on Instagram. Um, tune in. He has a link to the video and all of his uh, work there. So check him out. He is amazing. We love you, Benji. And thank you for letting us be a part of that. Um, the other thing we wanted to put on your radar is um, we highlighted these gals. I think it was in like the first season of the podcast, the Extragations. Uh, Maybe it was the second season? I think second or third, yeah. But they're amazing. Anyways, yeah. one of the extragations, um, and that's extragations on Instagram, at extragations, uh, Christine Ebona made an amazing book called My Two Cool Moms, and it's a children's book. And it is so amazing. Like, I've said amazing like 15 times at this point, but it is- Three, re- but who's counting? It's <laughs> really good. Um, and I'm so proud of her. And uh, and I think that she is the bee's knees. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with her. The dog's tuxedo, if the, you will. <laughs> the dog's pajamas. The cat's tuxedo. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, no. it's so good. Yeah, let's go with that. Um, <laughs> yes, because it's correct. <laughs> I love them. Uh, I love Christine so much. And I love the extragations. They are so cool. They're just cool. The book is fantastic. I love it. Please buy it. The artwork is insane. I know Steve is going to eat this up. Probably. So make sure you head to um, Amazon right now mm-hmm. and look for the book. I looked it up by her name, which is Christine Ebona, K-R-I-S-T-I-N-E, last name Ebona, E-B-O-N-A. And then you can buy the book shipped super quickly. We own it. If you checked our Instagram, then you saw that we um, were gladly highlighting it as we received it. It's fantastic. It is amazing. The artwork is great. The content is great. The story is great. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing's wonderful. Thank you, Christine. You are a revolutionary. <laughs> we love you you did such a great job and we're so excited and so proud to be the owners of it the last thing that we want to highlight if you're listening to this right now um and it's earlier in the day tonight join us we are doing a live meet, meet and greet. a virtual meet and greet if mm-hmm. you will um it's our first ever we don't know what it's going to look like but we know there's a lot of dan's <laughs> there's a, quite a few dance there's like three dance already but we're excited about it um, <laughs> it's a gaggle of dance a, ga- a gaggle <laughs> of dance we've never done this before um so we don't know what the turnout is going to be but in the future we are hoping to do this at least once a month mm-hmm. to give you all the opportunity to have a Just little like bit a more little access to us hour. cocktail hour yeah. laugh have fun do our things together and um it'll give us the opportunity to like have you get to know us and then we can like get to know you as well as our listeners so um the first one may not i'm just forewarning you it may not be you know don't do don't do that don't put that out there it's gonna be awesome 
It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be great it's gonna regardless. Be cool. We're going to love it. I just, I don't know if you guys are going to like walk in and think that you're going to like be a part of like a 15,000 person uh, live meet and greet or anything of that nature. Well, I hope but no one thinks that. Some people might, but at the end of the day, <laughs> it's going to be fun. So make sure you head to podrelationship.com slash sign up and that will give you, uh, direct you right to the sign up sheet that will give you the opportunity to uh sign up to give us your email address so that we can when we're ready to do the live uh stream that you are able to join us and we can Mm -hmm. send you the invite and we're ready you guys will get a little bit of access you guys are gonna like be in our apartment for a minute like it's gonna be a whole thing it's exciting i'm gonna have so much fun and i may get drunk on camera so like that's even cooler (laughs) why not you're drunk on air now I, you know, I consistency. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually awesome. Yeah. That was the best response to that ever. <laughs> so. Consistency. So I, I just want to do that. So those are, that's shit to put on your radar. And we just want to make sure you all know that. Um, of course, there will be show notes, uh, links and all that good stuff like that in the show notes. But uh, we just wanted to put that on your radar so that you knew. Where you can find shit that the Cretellis are like really into these days. And that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thanks for tuning in and being a part of this really important conversation. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Pod Relationship. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us and make a Christmas special about our lives. <laughs> a Christmas special? That's like a whole like 360 days away. I, I said that last time and I did not update the text on that part of what I was reading. Oh, well, that is just great. <laughs> the dog was also like grumbling through the whole thing. So live TV, y'all. <laughs> this I feel like that's what that's what the unique thing was this week was Love the dog it. grumbling. There you go. If you have any situations or comments that you'd like us to address on the show, you can email us at relationshipquestions at gmail.com or submit on our website, podrelationship.com. And be sure to check out the Relationship blog on our website this Friday, where I will muse a bit further about this week's topic. Uh, a special thank you to our Patreon members. We hope you enjoyed the early access to the episode and behind-the-scenes interview with this week's guest. Tony and I will harass your ears next week. And remember, oh shit, it's season four, <laughs> The Quattro. <laughs> I hate it, but love it at the same time. <laughs>
our very own version of listener situations. We act as a listener with a problem from our own relationship and seek neutral, non-offended advice from one another as if we were friends, not husbands. Oh my God. And you can't forget about our newest content for Patreon members. Behind the sound check. Some of the funniest conversations we have are when we are testing our equipment before recording the podcast. Instead of deleting those bloopers, we've decided to save them and upload them for your listening pleasure. If you want to laugh at just how stupid we really are, (laughs) you're going to love this. It's quickly become my favorite content to record. Oh my gosh, mine too. So head to patreon.com slash podrelationship today and start donating as little as $5 a month for extra content separate from the podcast. Your donations give you access to the weekly episodes. Yep, that's patreon.com slash podrelationship for more content from your favorite hosts. We look forward to receiving your money. (laughs) I mean, that's one way of putting it. (laughs) Bye, y'all.